Let's go on to the word of God this morning. Praise the Lord. The Lord has been speaking to us continually uh, about crossing over. And if you re remember, uh, we talked about crossing over. Oh, yes. Um, I, I uh, missed about October 1st, the big day that's coming. The next big day for us as a church is the 1st of October, which is the church anniversary uh, celebration day. And uh, normally we do it on the 2nd of October, which is Gandhi Jayanti, a holiday. Um, but uh, this time because it's Monday, October 2nd is Monday. And, um, and so because it's going to be Sunday and Monday and we're going to be anyway meeting on Sunday as well. And so we... Uh, said we'll shift our celebration to Sunday. But what we're going to do is we're going to combine both the services, uh, English and Tamil together. We're going to come together uh, for a time of celebration on Sunday itself. Uh, but instead of 8 o'clock on Sunday morning, we're going to be meeting at 10 o'clock. So that gives all of us a little relief from waking up early in the morning. <laughs> 10 o'clock. And also it's going to be a holiday for all the women. And the women said, Amen. You know why? You know cooking. Because we're going to be having a fellowship meal uh, together on that day. Uh, so we're going to be having lunch together. Uh, you know, a love feast together. So uh, keep yourself available on that day on the 1st of October, Sunday. Uh, and the service is at 10 o'clock. And we'll close with lunch. All right. And uh, we're going to be having a wonderful guest speaker uh, an amazing uh, man of God, a well-learned, uh, knowledgeable uh, scripture, Bible teacher, um, a speaker who travels around in, to many places and shares God's word and is mightily used of God. His name is Brother Christy Paul uh, and he leads a church as well. And so we're going to be having him uh, join us on that day. And so let's um, get ourselves excited and prepared uh, also for that day. And uh, so, Amen. So we've been talking about crossing over. Uh, if you remember uh, last couple of Sundays and uh, maybe if you've forgotten and I'd like to remind you about uh, the last couple of weeks and if probably you missed uh, being part of the service uh, last couple of Sundays, you can go online to acachurch.in and uh, look up on the video uh, section and it will take you to uh, the messages and you can watch them or listen uh, to them. Uh, to the audio messages as well. If you remember, Paul introduced about uh, listening to messages audio version. You can go on to Paul, help me. Um, podcast. Uh, what's the ACA Church House of David audio? You search for House of David on podcast. Um, even if you're having an Android device, you can download them. And uh, if you have um, you know, iPhone or uh, your Apple products, you can go on to iTunes and find House of David. You can listen. Podcast, yes. Right. Okay, so let's uh, move on to God's word. And we're going to be looking at crossing over. Last couple of Sundays, uh, we looked at crossing over. And we saw how uh, Jesus is helping people to cross over from where they were to where he wants them to go. And by that, what we mean is not a physical, geographical crossing over, but uh, crossing over in their lives. Um, the Pharisees were stuck with hypocrisy. 
and he was helping them cross over to a sincere faith in God. And uh, you also find uh, that, you know, the disciples of John had a very sincere question. Uh, and here Jesus was introducing a new paradigm, a new covenant he was bringing. And uh, here they were wondering, why are the, your disciples not fasting while the Pharisees and the disciples of John are fasting? And he was helping them to uh, understand the new paradigm that he's bringing. That it's, uh, that you don't have to earn God's acceptance and favor by the things that you do. It's not by your works, not by beating yourself down, but it's just by faith and you believe in the Lord Jesus and uh, by believing uh, you can cross over and you can receive his acceptance and enjoy his favor and love in your life. And so Jesus was helping them to cross over. And we last Sunday, we looked at building bridges and we looked at the barriers, the walls that divide us and how we must be building bridges with people who are on the other side, people who are not, uh, you know, in the faith, people who do not believe in Christ, people who do not uh, have an experience of salvation, how we can help uh, them to cross over by building bridges and how we need to be reaching out to them. And so some of these messages probably we might have to listen to them even a couple of times after we heard them on a Sunday. That will really help you because very often, um, even I find it myself, when I listen to my own preaching <laughs> and I learn a lot more when I listen to myself <laughs> than when I preach it. <laughs> it helps, you know, listening to something again and again always helps. Reading scriptures again and again always helps. Helps you grow in your understanding. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so today uh, we're going to be continuing on the theme of crossing over. But we're going to be talking about leaping into the new. Um, and, and we all leapt into the new. And by that what I mean is, as the scripture talks about crossing over from death to life. This is amazing. How, you know, we were destined to die. But here comes life. And by the life that we receive through Christ, we cross over from death to life. It's amazing. Let's read from John's Gospel chapter 5 and verses 24 to 30. Very truly I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged but has crossed over from death to life. John 5 verses 24 to 30. Very truly I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged but has crossed over from death to life. Very truly I tell you, a time is coming and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to judge because he is the Son of Man. Do not be amazed at this for a time is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done what is good will rise to live and those who have done what is evil will rise to be condemned. But myself, by myself I can do nothing. I judge only as I hear and my judgment is just for I seek not to please myself but him who sent me. These are the words of Jesus and when he is referring to him he is talking about the father. And the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit are all equal and one. It's one God in three persons. And you find that 
you know in between the godhead there is perfect harmony in and there is unity in the community of the trinity and uh, in this uh, you know relationship that the father son and the holy spirit have jesus was sent uh, by the will of the father to die on the cross for the sins of all mankind and he submitted himself to the father's will and took upon himself humanity and by taking humanity he identified with a sinful man but yet lived without sin but died in our place taking the punishment for all our sins taking the penalty for all our sins and became our substitute on the cross and that's why he died now the cross is not just a very uh, fancy symbol that has that can be worn uh, or can be part of jewelry yes it is worn and it is part of jewelry and it looks good but really the reality of the cross is not such a fancy beautiful thing but the reality of the cross is a painful horrible torturing uh, death that a person goes through and the scripture itself says that cursed is everyone anyone who is hung on a tree and so it is considered as a curse for anyone to be hanging on a cross and so but jesus became curse for us while we came under the curse uh, because of our sin and every action has an equal and opposite reaction you all know about it and that's true it's also a spiritual law because what we sow is also what we reap and the bible says that the wages of sin is death in romans 6 and verse 23 but the gift of god is eternal life through jesus christ our lord now you find in verses 24 and 25 jesus says very truly i tell you whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged but has crossed over from death to life now we've taken a giant leap from death to life and that has not happened by our own efforts but has happened because of what jesus did on the cross of calvary hallelujah amen you might be able to only take very small steps probably your knees are weak but you know the truth is the reality is the good news is you've already taken a giant leap hallelujah sometimes a person might be even physically immobile but they've taken a giant leap if they've believed in christ amen from death to life we cross over from death to life but this crossing over from death to life is a spiritual change that results in the escape from eternal judgment and damnation and condemnation and jesus says and now the time has come very truly a time is coming he says in verse 20 25 and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the son of god and those who hear it will live hallelujah the dead is not just talking about the dead who will die in christ we're talking about those who are dead in sin when they hear the voice of god and they believe they will cross over from death to life and so this crossing over is a spiritual change for anyone who believes in jesus christ amen it's not about a conversion from one religion to another religion it's not a conversion from not believing in the existence of god to beginning to believe in the existence of god while well, that might have happened 
in the process but whether a person is born as a christian whether a person has a christian name or whether a person is part of a church whatever it might be if a person begins to when the moment the person believes in jesus and what he has done in his life in his death suffering death and resurrection and believe that he's going to come back as a judge of the living and the dead when a person believes in that and accepts this jesus who came in the flesh that person is born again the person is born you know naturally in a mother's womb but the person now becomes born again becomes a new person his life changes the person's heart changes the person's destiny changes the person begins to cross over has just crossed over from death to life and that's exactly the significance of baptism that's why a person is baptized when a person is immersed in the water and brought out the person crosses from death to life because the old sinful past is buried under water and when the person comes out of the water begins to live a new life in Christ yes there is no magic in the water but when it is done with faith and repentance it becomes a reality a spiritual reality which a person himself will begin to recognize how many of you recognize that you have crossed over from death to life when you were baptized amen hallelujah did you experience that complete change that some newness that came into your life that you never had before amen hallelujah that is true because this is the truth of the word of god it's a spiritual change that results in the escape from eternal judgment and condemnation damnation in hell's fire and that time has now come for the dead you know who are spiritually dead will hear his voice and even those who then die in christ will hear his voice now that's a spiritual change and the second aspect we're going to be talking about this morning is from verses 26 to 30 if you read there for as a father has life in himself so he has granted the son also to have life in himself and he has given him authority to judge because he is the son of man do not be amazed at this for a time is coming when all who are in their graves all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out oh wow isn't it amazing that those who are buried who died and who were buried will actually rise up who will come out have you heard about it yes if you're a believer on the lord jesus you you definitely know about it but it's an amazing truth it's an amazing fact how could someone who died probably even thousands of years ago could come back to life again that's a power of god because because it is destined for men to die once but then the judgment the bible says and so death is not the end of the story but death is passing over into another level and you see do not be amazed at this for a time is coming who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out those who have done what is good will rise to live and those who have done what is evil will rise to be condemned by myself i can do nothing i judge only as i hear and my judgment is just for i seek not to please myself but him sent me now this is talking about the literal resurrection there we talked about in verse 24 and 25 is a spiritual change which results in from death to life of course which also results uh from not it does not make us to escape physical death now that's what is called as immortality on earth teaching which is a false teaching where some people say that if you believe in jesus you will not die at all you will just live and live and live for hundreds and thousands of years now that's a false teaching but 
This is talking about crossing over from death to life which is a, a crossing over from condemnation crossing over from eternal damnation in hell the second death what the bible calls the second death in revelation crossing over from the second death to eternal life to be with Jesus in heaven that's what verse 24 and 25 is talking about but 26 to 30 is talking about rising from the grave literal resurrection coming out of the grave from grave to life and I, of course this is also death to life but i call it grave to life to just make the distinction uh, between the first and the second the first is spiritual where you're crossing over from death to life to go on to eternal life because everyone is going to be risen again is going to be resurrected again all the graves are going to open up one day and Jesus comes a second time and then the dead in Christ will rise first and they will live the bible says those who have done good will will receive life but those who have done what is evil will, will rise to be condemned in hell eternally they will be tormented day and night eternally this is a horrible thing that's why we're talking about who jesus is that's why we want to help people know that jesus loves them and jesus does not want want them to die and go to eternal damnation in hell that's why we're proclaiming the gospel you see uh, going back to verse 24 and 25 you see the whole focus there is believing Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged in other words will not be condemned will not be doomed to eternal damnation now what has made the crossover for us is faith is believing on the lord jesus and so it's important your faith is important your faith is key for crossing over from death to life how good is it that god has made it so easy for us amen hallelujah but then it was not easy for him it was difficult for him he went the hard way he paid the price it was a you know hard thing for him to go through suffering and death and tormentation of physical pain and the sins of all of mankind came upon him your sin and my sin was laid upon him and he suffered the punishment for all of our sins it was a difficult path but yet he made it you know gave it to us free of cost but it is not cheap amen hallelujah very often whatever you get free is usually cheap buy one get one free but what you get the next one free is sometimes not so as good as the one you paid for <laughs> you know it's very often it's something very simple it's something very you know uh, very very fragile something that will not last too long but with jesus what he gave to us free is costly but it's not free it's not cheap and it's free to us amen and so the lord you know calls us to cross over from death to life by just believing in him now a lot of people will say i believe in jesus <laughs> everybody you know even those who really don't follow jesus or who don't call themselves to be fully devoted followers of christ do believe in jesus in some way they believe in jesus in the existence of jesus they believe in the divinity of jesus they believe in the birth of jesus in the life of jesus in the death and resurrection of jesus also they just believe but it's a very passive belief but that faith that belief has not taken any effect on their lives but look at what jesus is saying in john chapter 5 in verses 36 to 40 the same chapter verse 36 to 40 let's read i have testimony weightier than that of john for the works that the father has given me to finish the very works that i am doing testify that the father has sent me and the father who sent me has himself testified concerning me 
you have never heard his voice nor seen his form nor does his word dwell in you for you do not believe the one he sent you study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life these are the very scriptures that testify about me yet you received you refuse to come to me to have life oh these people the jewish people they knew the old testament scriptures and the scriptures did point to the messiah it pointed you know everything that you find in every book of the old testament has something to talk about the coming messiah in the law and the prophets and the psalms you find the revelation of the messiah and the messiah is has come jesus the savior has come but yet these disciples uh, these these people the jewish people not the disciples sorry the jewish people did not accept jesus as the messiah you find in this place that jesus is saying in verse number 36 uh, 37 yes 37 and the father who sent me has himself testified concerning me you have never heard his voice nor seen his form nor does his word dwell in you for you do not believe in the one he sent you study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you in them you have eternal life these are the very scriptures that testify about me verse 40 yet you refuse to come to me to have life you see they do read the scriptures but yet what has happened verse 37 he says you've not heard his voice you've not seen his form nor does his word dwell in you even though you read the word diligently yet and you think that in it there is eternal life yes there is eternal life but eternal life is in the one who is coming which about whom it is written in the scriptures they reading the scriptures but they have not recognized the one who is in the scriptures who has come who is standing before them do you get it and the one who is standing before them is saying come to me and through me they will be you will receive eternal life but yet they are not willing to receive him and so just crossing over from death to life involves believing but believing of course involves also you know believing and entering into this relationship with this god who where you will begin to hear his voice where you begin to see his form not necessarily you may not see him physically or you may not see him you know as a vision some of us might have received a vision probably some of you maybe many of you have not received a vision of jesus or anything like that but yet you know you recognize him you know his form in your heart in your spirit you are able to recognize that jesus is there you experience his presence you experience his power you experience you you experience the reality of the person of christ you recognize that in your spirit you see him you see his form in your spiritual eyes and and his word lives in you you his word is alive his word is applied in your life you you're living by the teachings of scriptures and uh, you have recognized him this way you you although though you read the scriptures diligently but yes some of us have come to this next level of crossing over from death to life by you know recognizing him by experiencing him by personally relating with him by hearing his voice and uh, seeing him in our spiritual eyes and recognizing him in our spirit and where you begin to follow him completely where his dwell his uh, his word dwells in your hearts now now that's the that's the area where the jewish people lacked 
now they were reading the scriptures but yet they did not recognize him yet they did not accept him yet they did not come into a relationship with him yes they did not believe in him who is the messiah why because they as they read read through scriptures they ha- they pictured the messiah in a certain way but here comes the messiah who is very different from what they imagined or they thought the messiah will be like one of them who will be a king who will be a religious leader who will come wearing a long robe who will have long tassels and who will come and who will have the same kind of life that they live they thought they will the messiah will be like one of them but here comes a messiah who is not part of that hypocritical life that they are living here comes a messiah who is not a political deliverer here comes a messiah who is not a king who is going on war and he is not carrying a sword he doesn't have an army but here is a king who is humbly born you know in a very obscure place who has no prominence who has no name or fame who is going around you know in a simple way and has very simple ordinary people a uh, 12 of them following him and many of them fishermen here is a messiah who is very looking very different from the messiah that they were imagining to have and so it was very difficult for them to believe in the one who came and so because of the of the, all of the legalism and because of all of the you know hypocrisy and because of all of those things that they that were there in their lives they could not see jesus they could not hear his voice they could not recognize him they could not come into a relationship with him they could not believe in him they could not receive him and even though they just believed that the messiah will come even though they were diligently reading the scriptures and even today if you go to israel you will see around the western wall people carrying the torah and knocking their heads on the wall and you know they would be rocking themselves like this and reading the you know old testament scriptures very diligently but they they do not believe the one who came and died and rose again in their own land because they are having a struggle and this is a struggle this is a struggle the struggle is that even though they study the scriptures diligently and by that they think they have they will have eternal life they refuse to believe christ through whom they will have eternal life which the scriptures reveal they read the scriptures they don't recognize the person who is standing before them who is revealed in the scriptures there is a diligent pursuit of the truth but an unwillingness to believe and follow the truth whatever the scripture is saying in whatever form we it might be in whatever way they need to believe they were not willing to believe they read about christ in the old testament but do not accept him in the form they saw him it was a struggle for them he did not fit into their religious cultural framework because jesus was like fish out of water because whatever jesus said was so radical the way jesus lived was so radical he would go into a sinner's house and eat with them the pharisees would frown at him and say how is he eating with sinners he's a glutton and jesus would say it's the sick who need a doctor it's the sinner who needs to be righteous i did not come for the righteous i came for the sinners and so he would go into the house of tax collectors sinners he would meet with prostitutes he would meet with samaritans who were considered outcasts he was doing things that were so different from what the pharisees and the religious people of the day and the jewish people you know were you know doing and the way they saw the the world and they saw scriptures jesus was like fish out of water he was a normal human being like anybody he was not carrying himself you know with an air around him 
and he did not need a, a whole you know chariots of horses you know riding before him when he would enter a town but he would go riding humbly on a colt of a donkey he was very different he did not have all of the religious show and the appease that those things that will appease their the hypocrisy of the jewish people here there is a struggle for them to accept this form of a jesus a messiah there is a struggle for many to follow christ even today although they like his teachings and his miracles they know it will require them to give up their sin their hypocrisy their love for the world and they will have to make christ central to their lives if they have to follow jesus they will have to give up many things if they have to believe in jesus if a person has to cross over from death to life it is not just saying yeah i believe in christ in a passive way but it has to be a full fledged commitment to follow jesus and his teachings which means they will have to renounce their love for the world they will have to renounce having best of both the worlds some people want the best of both the worlds they want the best of the world they want to please their friends they want to please their relatives they want to look like them they want to be like them they want to they don't want to identify you know themselves to be a child of god and so in some places they will show themselves not to be a believer on the lord jesus christ in some places they will lift their hands and say praise the lord because they want the blessings of jesus we can't have best the best of the both the worlds and think that we can cross over from death to life if we have to cross over from death to life we will have to one have one and leave behind the other amen the word of god says in deuteronomy that today i leave before you i for your death and life and jesus and the word of god says and god says choose life choose life what do you want to choose this morning are you having a struggle to give up your sin are you having a struggle to give up your hypocrisy are you having a struggle to give up this double life that you are living one way you know among god's people another way in the world are you having a difficulty to giving up loving the world and the things of the world and the pleasures of the world now you having a struggle to make christ central to your life the jewish people were unable to confine jesus to their expectations they had a certain expectation of how the messiah will look like and what he will do and they were not able to confine the messiah to their expectations and to their framework and so jesus was very different he was bringing transformation in people's lives and they didn't want transformation they didn't want that change and many people want the good from jesus they want the miracles from jesus but don't want to surrender completely and live by his teachings they want him but don't like it when they encounter the truth about him they want jesus but they don't like it when they encounter the truth about jesus are you getting the difference they want the good things from jesus they want the blessings from jesus they want their prayers to be answered by jesus they want the miracles to happen for their lives but when they encounter the truth about jesus and truth by definition is exclusive truth by definition is not inclusive that is pantheism to say everything is god no everything is not god for us truth by definition is exclusive which calls for pledging a complete singular allegiance to the truth 
and if there is an anyone who wants to cross over from death to life they will have to encounter this jesus and the truth about who jesus is which means they will have to renounce everything that is falsehood everything that does not align with the teachings of scriptures that is to truly believe in jesus amen when jesus is saying anyone who believes in me will cross over from death to life it is not just like i also believe in jesus as one of the gods no that's not what he's talking about he's talking about hearing his voice seeing his form having his word dwell in our hearts it's not just about reading through the scriptures not just going through the pages of the bible not just being a good religious christian is not just being a religious person but encountering the truth about jesus and absorbing the truth and living by the truth which means renouncing everything that is not of the truth everything that it does not align with the teaching and the truth of scriptures have to be renounced have to be given up amen then a person truly crosses from death to life are you with me this morning amen hallelujah this is a giant leap that we are taking <laughs> some of you probably have been taking baby steps you've been taking baby steps and trying to come to jesus you've been liking jesus it's better than what you believed before it's given you some hope it's given you some love you begin to experience some love you begin to experience some miracles you begin to experience some changes in your life and people are beginning to recognize that and you feeling oh i'm beginning to believe in jesus yeah you can some baby steps but i want you to take a giant leap this morning hallelujah a giant leap that will leave behind everything that is not alignment with the teachings of scriptures and holding on to the truth moving ahead so that you can cross over from death to life hallelujah probably you come to church because somebody told you to come to church probably you pray because somebody tells you to pray probably you read the bible because somebody is telling you to read the bible it's good probably you run to jesus and you ask people to pray because you have a desperate need and you want that problem to be solved good praise god god will do those miracles but that's not the end of it just by all of these it don't mean that you've crossed from death to life you need to be making a giant leap but take simple faith in complete surrender to the truth when you hold on to the truth and renounce everything else that does not align with the truth you are in for something big you are crossing over from death to life you're not going to be condemned you're going to not going to be doomed in eternal damnation in hell hallelujah praise the lord it's not just some for you know it's not just about you know being around christ it's not just about being around you know the gospel it's not just about being around you know places of prayer where some good things can happen and so that somehow we will just manage this life for a while that's going to be very shallow that's going to be very temporal that's going to be something you know where you will continue to live in the same level where you may not have crossed over from death to life the question i want us to ask this is this a few questions i want us to ask ourselves have you crossed over have i crossed over from death to life do you believe in him and all of the truth about him 
do you believe in him and all the truth about him in other words do you believe in him only do you renounce are you willing to renounce everything that is not of truth and everything that is not of the gospel that will help you to cross from death to life are you willing to renounce everything else do you hear his voice do you see his form in other words recognize him in your spirit and that's the word of god the teachings of scriptures dwelling in you richly so that you're beginning to live by it are you willing to come to jesus and fully surrender or are you having are you having a struggle though you are a diligent person you pursue the things of god and you want the good and the blessings from jesus yet do you feel uncomfortable when you encounter the truth about him do you feel un- in- uncomfortable when you encounter the truth about him it's time to cross over friend from death to life it's time for you to take the giant leap how long will you put away following jesus and believing in all of the truth about jesus and renouncing anything that is a falsehood quickly number 2 let's go back to verses 26 to 30 Now we talked about the spiritual change that will bring us to salvation and eternal life with Jesus and where we escape hell's fire but now we're going to be talking about the literal resurrection in and talking about grave to life the first one i'm talking about is death to life and i call this as grave to life verse 26 to 30 which is talking about the literal resurrection of all everybody every all human beings but the ones who done good will live and evil doers will be condemned and the bible says that the son of god the son of man has been entrusted with life the father has life in himself he is granted son the son also to have life in himself and he has given him authority to judge because he is the son of man do not be amazed at this for a time is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out Those who have done what is good will rise to live and those who have done what is evil will rise to be condemned by myself I can do nothing I judge only as I hear and my judgment is just for I seek not to please myself but him who sent me the son has been entrusted with life and has been empowered with authority to judge the father has gave to the son made him to be born as a human being made him to be the propitiation the the sacrifice for our sins made him to be the substitute for our sins made him to be the penalty the price for our sins and he has entrusted life to the son has also because a son of god jesus you know died and because he paid the penalty for our sins he has also been given the authority to judge he has been empowered to judge because Jesus submitted to the will of the father the resurrection is a hope of eternal life the resurrection of Jesus is a reason to believe because we know that there is resurrection how do we know there is resurrection because Jesus himself rose from the dead Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead after he had died for 4 days and he after he was buried So by the very resurrection of Jesus itself that is an evidence that resurrection is a truth and a reality and that gives us hope the resurrection of Jesus is a reason why we believe in resurrection it's not a blind faith it's an amazing truth which is also difficult for many to believe if a person has believed in Jesus 
heard his voice seen his form recognized him in their spirit has a relationship with him and are dwelling in the teachings of scriptures and have willingly surrendered themselves to follow the truth about everything about who jesus is and has renounced everything that is not of truth and has overcome that struggle to fully surrender to the truth that person has crossed over from death to life spiritually will not be condemned and then when he dies in reality literally that person will also experience a literal resurrection from the dead amen graves will open and the dead in christ will rise all of the dead the graves will give up the dead even those who died in the middle of the ocean even those who were burnt even those who were buried alive in an earthquake whatever be it even those who lost their lives in outer space because the rockets blew up all of them will rise again when you've crossed over from death to life spiritually you will cross over from death to life literally also when you cross over from death to life while you are still alive you will cross over from death to life to eternal life with jesus even if you die amen and the beauty of christian life is not living by a set of beliefs that does not clarify our fate or our future we are not living a life which does not give us a clarity about the future but we have a christian life we live this christian life which gives us a clear understanding about our future our eternity what happens after we die but a truth that is strong this is a truth that is strong and solid as a rock that has already made us to cross over from death to life it is not that you have to wait and watch and see what this god might do or not do will i have eternal life because of all of that i have done in this world will i make it or not make it what is written on my forehead i don't know what is my fate what was my previous birth i don't know and what will be my next birth i do not know and where will i go and when will i one day become one with god i don't know it's not an unsure fate and even if i have kept all the tenements of the faith the tenets of the faith i do not know finally that god who some supreme being up there will have to decide by fate and maybe if he decides that i am been really good and favorable to him maybe he might give me some 70 virgins in heaven it's not that kind of a faith is not some kind of a fluid thing something a cloudy thing but it's something that is very certain and very clear which you will when you give your life over to the truth of scriptures and when you go through this struggle and overcome the struggle and willingly give your life to Jesus and begin to you know have his teachings dwell in your hearts and begin to live by it and renounce everything that is falsehood what begins to happen is that you cross over from death to life in this world itself while you're still alive Hallelujah you and I as a child of God have crossed over from death to life while you are still alive and because of that you know you will cross over 
even if you literally die. Hallelujah. Amen. Why do I say even if you literally die? Sounds like there's a benefit of doubt given to that statement whether you will die or not. Why? Because when Jesus, if Jesus comes in our lifetime, we may not experience physical death. And then we can say we were immortal on earth. <laughs> this is a new false teaching that is going around that you, if you believe, you will not face physical death at all. That's not what the Bible is talking about. It's appointed for man to die once and then the judgment. If there is a birth, there is a death. But the, the truth is this, that if you have crossed over from death to life while you are still alive, while you spiritually crossed over from death to life, you are not going to be condemned and you can be absolutely sure that even if you die, you are going to cross over from death to life. Because the graves will open up and the dead in Christ will receive life because of the good that they have done. Because of the life that they have lived. Hallelujah. Amen. We know that in our hearts. We are not condemned because we are justified by the blood of Jesus. Because he has broken every chain. Hallelujah. Amen. We, saw, we sang that song which said, you know, we are under the power. There is power in the name of Jesus. This is the power in the name of Jesus. He breaks every chain of sin and curse and all of the consequences of sin and breaks the chain of death and eternal damnation and makes us to cross over from death to life into an eternal life where we will literally be resurrected from the dead to be with Jesus forever. And so is the assurance of resurrection to live and enjoy the rewards of living a good life on this earth, in this world. Not a fearful, dark, uncertain, unknown end. The question is, are you living a good life in Christ? Do you go, do good works? Is that good fruit that's coming out of your life? If you believed you cross over from death to life, you, you're going to be living as one who has the life of Christ in you. Because the Bible says it's no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. If any man is, is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. The new life in Christ has begun. Are you living a good life? Are you living like Christ? And if you have crossed over from death to life, you will live like Jesus. You will love like Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. The fruit of Jesus being in your life will begin to manifest naturally. There will be a natural outcome of the life of Jesus through you. But are you able to see that? And if you are able to see that, and if you are saying in the last eight months, now we are in the ninth month of this year, in the last eight months, I have crossed over more and more to become like Christ and the Christ, life of Christ is beginning to reflect through my life more and more. I am beginning to see more and more outcomes. The nature and the life of Christ through me. That's the Christian life all through this life in this world. You begin to reflect Jesus on a day to day basis in the way you live and the, by the outcomes of your life. What kind of fruit are you producing? Are you convinced in your heart that you certainly will experience bodily resurrection and receive your due reward even if you die in this world? Amen? Hallelujah. So Jesus is calling us this morning to take a giant leap 
and cross over from death to life. And when you do that, you're going to cross over from the grave to life. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the privilege of a child of God. And that's something which involves a decision. That involves a commitment. That involves pursuing the truth. That involves, you know, hearing the voice of God. If you hear the voice of God while you are alive in this world, you will hear the voice of God even if you are dead. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will hear the voice of God. Even the dead will hear the voice of God. And they will live and they will be with Jesus eternally. This is the hope. This is the great crossing over. Amen. And that's why Jesus came. That's why he crossed over from heaven to earth. That's why he crossed over, you know, from putting on humanity, taking upon himself humanity and leaving behind all the glories of heaven. He came into the sinful world. And he crossed over. He crossed over from death to life for your sake so that you and I can also cross over from death to life. Amen. But it all depends on the decision you make this morning. The question is this. Are you having the outcomes of this new life that you live in Christ? If Christ is living in you, if you've crossed over from death to life and you know that Jesus lives in you, let's look at your life. Let the people look at your life. We sang this morning, shine your light and let the whole world see the glory of the risen king. How prophetic these songs were. And so much alignment to the scriptures that the Lord is giving us this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Let the Lord shine his light through us. So that the world will see the glory of the risen king. Amen. There is something that has been deposited in you. Which is so precious. Which is so powerful. Which is so glorious. Which is so rich. Which is so wonderful. Which is so beautiful. You think your life is worth nothing. Maybe people have told you that your, worth, your life is worth nothing. Maybe many times you thought, why did I even come into this world? Why was I even born? Why did my mother give me birth? But I want you to know that because God loves you so much, He's given you so much to you. He's considered you so worthy, so valuable, so precious. He foreordained you. He thought about you. He planned about you. He wants you to experience this newness, this new life in him. And that's why he has brought you here. That's why you're hearing what you're hearing. Because he wants you to cross over from death to life. And he wants you to cross over from the grave to life, literally also. Not only that, he has now given you this message so that you can help others cross over from death to life and help people take this giant leap. Amen. And so this evening, as we're going to come together, we're going to be doing this so that we will help people cross over. Amen. Nothing else. There's no other purpose. It's not for name. It's not for fame. It's not for money. It's not for anything else. We don't want people to stay where they are. But we want them to cross over to eternal life. And experience the resurrection from the death one day. Amen.